0: What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the 4Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We got a brand new episode for everybody. Right now, we got 1.30, man. We're climbing our way up. How's everybody doing tonight?
1: Doing good, Rich. How you doing?
0: Doing fantastic, man. Uh, getting ready for this uh, playoff uh, basketball. It's going to be uh, keeping us entertained for uh, the next few months. So, definitely looking forward to that. How you doing?
1: Yeah, man. It's, it's a long haul. The uh, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. It's uh, It does, uh, you know, you, you get a solid two months here after uh, 80, a couple of 82 games of seasons. Oh,
0: yeah. Definitely going to be fun to watch. Just because it doesn't feel like it's a, any clear-cut winner this year. So, I'm hoping uh, all these games go down to the wire and uh we don't get uh, too many blowouts
1: yeah i mean i think that's you know you don't want to see like uh it's 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 never fun when, when a team comes in and dominates all through the playoffs you like to see some parody but uh yeah i mean i'm I'm hoping the celtics just go 16 and 0 we can get this thing over with
0: <laughs> well i mean even if they do man i just hope the games are close just for the parlay yeah. parlay purposes um sure. so these guys get to play the full game and uh they hit what they need to hit, but uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. To it, I mean, since we're still in the NBA, I mean, let's get right to it. Um, last night we had the Lakers play the T-Wolves for the uh, the seventh seed. Um, the Lakers uh, were looking like they was done on on the ropes, man. But then, uh, you know, the T-Wolves couldn't score for like seven minutes straight, and now uh, let the Lakers get back in. Game ended up going into overtime. Definitely surprised that uh that uh they couldn't put them away, but it's gonna be interesting to see because uh, now they're gonna have the Grizzlies the first round, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, when when you don't when you uh, when you don't score for for you know whatever six or seven minutes in the fourth quarter, you only score twelve points in the fourth quarter. That was some pretty hideous basketball from both teams down the stretch of that game. It's it's one of those things where it just felt like the Lakers were going to win that game, even when they were you know kind of getting beat up early on. It was just you, you know you were it was almost like your the Timberwolves were bound to start missing some shots and I don't know. I just I'm not a. Uh, I don't, I don't buy into the Lakers, this Lakers thing. I think Memphis should be able to handle them. Um, but you know, the NBA likes good story, and LeBron versus Steph in round two is looking pretty juicy if it gets to that.
0: Oh yeah, um, but it also gives the Lakers a good path to try to get to the finals. But I don't think they will. But it's going to be very interesting just to see how things plan, plan out. But I mean, if Anthony Davis doesn't show up, it's going to be lights out for them early.
1: Well, and I think it, it, you know, everything ratchets up in the in the. Uh, the postseason too, so I'd expect uh, I expect some some tougher defense on Anthony Davis. I think you know the, the the Grizzlies can do that, and I just I'm just not honestly not not that impressed with with the, this Lakers team is 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 uh kind of everyone's making it out to be.
0: No, I think uh, next year will be a better year for them when they get Kyrie, and uh, they they have their <laughs> big, they have their big three. But I mean, I
1: don't I don't think that's the uh, the right move
0: either. But. I don't either, but I feel like somehow some way that's going to end up uh, where he goes. Being that you know he could just walk away from the Mavericks without anything, and but uh, I'm sure they're gonna try to do a sign and trade or something. But it's gonna be interesting to see how things pan out with the with the Lakers. Sure. And then we're gonna have the uh, the nine nine and ten matchup tonight between the Pelicans and the uh, the Thunder. Uh, that should be another interesting matchup with uh, SGA going up against uh, Bi. Still, still, still not surprised, man. I'm still so, I'm still surprised that uh you know Zion said he's good to go and they're not playing him, man.
1: No, he's so. He said he's he could play, but he doesn't want to play until he's a hundred percent.
0: Oh, that's trash, man.
1: No, it was all him. Uh, New Orleans wants him to play. He doesn't want to play until he's 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 fully. He said he he doesn't want to play until he's fully Zion.
0: Man, that's some nonsense, man. No. He, he, he 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 could be half himself out there and still be killing it. Still give us a little nice little twenty hear, point game. I hear, I hear you. I hear you. Um, but I, I also feel like uh, I, don't, I don't I don't feel like there's much chemistry on that team between him and the other players. I, f- I feel like they kind of like, I got odds, but uh, for me, I think we're really going to see what's going to happen come the off season between this team if uh, people get traded. And, uh, and I'm not a big fan of CJ McCollum. He's been killing just because he's been killing my parlays. <laughs> just doesn't show up. Then the nights nice, I don't bet on, him, he shows up. But ultimately, I think they need a point guard to you know run their system.
1: I, I don't, I don't think the Pelicans go very far without Zion. I don't see them winning tonight. I think you get you get some SGA action. You can see what the. The thunder building over there in Oklahoma City, and then uh, I think ultimately I I I don't know what's going to happen. I thought they with with Gobert out and uh, Jade McDaniel's out, they were going to get blown out of the water, and they came out gunning. So and that was out. I mean, Ant Ant played awful, so Mm -hmm. I I don't know who who the who the eight uh, eight seeds going to end up being, but I I don't know if there's much hope. Anyways, you know, think Chuck Chuck last night on the broadcast uh, (laughs) was. Was uh was kind of down in the first round of the NBA, and he said basically don't even watch the first round of the Eastern Conference. <laughs> so I, I I don't know if, if these plans really matter or not, but uh it's, it's an extra game or two to watch, so that that's always fun.
0: Oh yeah, but I, I think they're gonna make it interesting. Um, on uh who they play, um but it's also good for you know these younger teams such as the Thunder to have that experience again in the playoffs with um SGA and all the. All the freaking first-round picks they have. Um, mm-hmm. not to mention all the first-round picks they're gonna have next year and the ones coming back. So uh, that might be the team to watch going forward as far as uh that mixture of young talent and uh, good players. So I'm definitely uh looking forward to seeing how that how that pans out for them. For sure. The other playing game we had last night, we had the uh, Hawks versus the uh, the Heat. I know you were uh, elated that the uh, uh your boy um Ice Trey took care of business and uh poured water all over the Heat, You know, now you guys are going to get to see uh, the Hawks first round. How are you feeling after that?
1: I mean, the the Heat play like trash. I mean, they got out-rebounded by 24 rebounds. Clint Capella had more offensive rebounds uh, than the whole Heat team. Yeah, I, I was I was uh, unimpressed with the Heat, and I, and I know Jimmy Butler came out of the game, came out after the game and said, we need to basically do the exact opposite of what we did tonight in the <laughs> next game, but but yeah, I mean you got you got, you know, a stellar performance from Kyle Lowry and you'll get beat by, you know, 15 20 points like eh, not good. In terms of the Celtics, I'm 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 happy to see the Hawks like you know, I I just don't I think that the Heat are for whatever reason it's a little bit of a tougher matchup. I think they're grittier in in a, a seven-game series and again, they have the Spo factor. So, uh yeah, give me a give me the Hawks all day long. I think it's a a sweep or a gentleman's sweep in in And the Boston's moving
0: on to Philly. Kind of feel the same way. Um, Yeah. It seems like Trey Young doesn't really have help or, um, I mean, he's got guys on his team that can play, but it just doesn't, uh, I don't know. I don't, I want to say they're not aggressive enough or maybe it's a system they run where he's pretty much dribbling around too much and they're just standing there watching him. Uh, Somebody's got to get them moving, but um, they're definitely going to need to make some uh, changes in the off season if they expect to uh, get back to how they were like about two seasons ago. Mm-hmm. And then for the other matchups we got in the uh, NBA, I mean, we're going to have the Nets versus the 76ers. I mean, I'm expecting the 76ers to win that series in about, like five, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Brooklyn surprised us and uh, beat the 76ers.
1: Really? I just, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think Brooklyn has enough to, to beat them.
0: Well, I think, obviously, I think they're not going to be able to stop and beat. Right, he's going to get his 30 a game, but I think Brooklyn has enough pieces in place to play good defense to shut down their other ancillary pieces. Where it seems like M B needs help, and uh, you know they sl- they slip some games away that they shouldn't have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But ultimately, I would like to see M B go to the next round just for a better matchup. Because uh, if, you, if you guys play Brooklyn the first round, that's pretty much another sweep. So uh, I'm, <laughs> and plus I I don't I don't know I don't know that much about Brooklyn's players to be betting on their uh, their, their stat lines for parlay. So yeah. And then the, the other East matchup, we're going to have the Knicks versus the Cavs. Uh, that should be a good matchup as well. I mean, Knicks, the Knicks have got the best of them uh, during the regular season, but obviously the playoffs is a different monster. But ultimately, um, I think it's going to come down to defense. Um, I don't think the Cavs are going to have enough uh, uh, stops to stop some of the Knicks players and uh, the Knicks players go off and uh, we take this in uh, six. All right. All right.
1: I, I can see that. I, I like the Knicks in that series. I just, I I, I fear playoff julius rolling up and uh forgetting how to play basketball again
0: yeah but i think he has brunson brunson's gonna go crazy mm-hmm. i mean he's had uh he pretty much has had his way the last games they played cleveland uh don't get me wrong donovan Mitchell's has done the same but outside of that uh he's to donovan's gonna need a lot of help to stop some of those Knicks players so and he's not the greatest defender so mm-hmm. it's definitely going to be uh interesting to watch but it's definitely gonna be fun games going back and forth between these two guards, of Brunson and uh and uh, Mitchell, because uh, we've seen what happened when uh, Mitchell and uh what's the name from the Nuggets were going back and forth.
1: Uh, Jamal Murray.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in the other West matchups, well, I mean, well, Milwaukee's probably gonna be playing the, uh, you know, the winner of the AC, but that's gonna be a clean sweep as well. Not too much to talk about in that one. And then uh, then in the West, I think the other notable game to look forward to was uh, Golden State versus the Kings, uh, just because the Golden State trying to get their uh, their feet under them as far as getting some uh, road wins. Um, And then the fact they're going to be playing against uh, the Kings, who are pretty much the best uh, offense in the league this year, which was crazy. And then, not to mention, they got uh, your boy Brown, who was on the coaching staff of the uh, um, Golden State last year, and he's a defensive head coach, a def- defensive-minded coach. So he's going to know what they want to do to shut some things down. So I'm definitely looking forward to that matchup.
1: hmm Yeah, that should be a good one. I do, I do like the Warriors fully staffed and healthy uh, in, in that series, but I, I do think that it's a, it'll be a good one for the Kings to get under their belt for sure.
0: Oh yeah, it's, it's going to be good to see them too as well. I mean, we talked about it off air. I mean for a team that was second in the West, I mean I felt like there was they were not on TV at all.
1: Yeah, it, it, we don't we don't know much about them. <laughs> they, they, they play that they play that, you know, West Coast late late games and you know we, everyone knows De'Aaron Fox and and uh but other than that. Sabonis. Yeah, DeMontis Sabonis, but it's a it's an interesting team. I mean, they're a young team. It it kind of reminds me of the Nuggets a few years ago when when they were they kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, got got a high seed and then got bounced early.
0: Yeah, possibly. Because um, you know this is their first time in the playoffs since freaking forever. I want to say since twenty, no, nah, not twenty ten. What was it? 20, 2000. Yeah, the, two thousand. The
1: longest longest uh, playoff. I think it was two thousand five or six. Six. Yeah, had that's longest, when they had a uh, drought in the NBA.
0: Yeah, they had a good team back then. It was, it was when they had C Web, Bombsy Wells. Um, yep, that was a good team. I heard Page's son is ridiculous. Oh uh, yeah. I'm trying to find some video of him. I think he was in the uh McDonald's game, I think. Okay. But I heard he's uh I heard he's uh I heard he's uh, he might be a better shooter than his pops, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. But uh we're gonna have to wait and see. And to watch some film on him. And then uh outside of that, I mean to me, I have the uh the Clippers versus the Suns. I think that's gonna be an interesting matchup just to see the trash mm-hmm. talk between uh Westbrook and uh Kevin Durant. I think this is the first time they're going out of it in the playoffs, right? Since uh, the trades, right? Or second time. Well, if it is, it's going to be fun to watch because Russell Westbrook is going to be talking trash. You know, they got Kawhi Leonard on the side who's going to be looking to be shut, shutting down yeah. uh, Kevin Durant and, and company. I don't think uh, mm-hmm. PG, PG-13 is coming back for the series. But it's still going oh, to be fun to watch. Sounds like
1: he's going to be out. Sounds like he's going to be out. So Kawhi's got to shoulder more of that load. Uh, obviously, you got a healthy Durant, Booker, Chris Paul uh It's gonna be a tough, tough one
0: for uh, Clippers. For the
1: Clippers, for sure.
0: That possibility of the Suns getting bounced in the first round with all that potential is also gonna be fun to watch as well. Absolutely. And then uh, outside of the matchups, I mean, pretty much uh, NBA is gonna be announcing the uh, NBA awards soon. It seems like the top three candidates for the uh, MVP pretty much uh, Joker, Embiid, and Giannis. If I had to vote, I would probably pick uh, Joker. I know a lot of people feel of Embiid and they feel like this is the time, but I mean, almost a triple. You can make an argument for both sides. It's just hard. It's just hard to say, hey, this guy won MVP last year. Now he has better stats this year. There's no way. To me, there's no way he doesn't get the MVP and he had a better record.
1: Yeah, it does. It does feel like uh, it's kind of pushing towards Embiid. I know, you know, we had some issues with uh, not showing up and playing the game against uh, the, the Joker and mm-hmm. uh, be for me and takes off too many games. Uh, Whether he's playing and not giving a crap, or just just sitting out in general, when he's when he's motivated and he's you know he's awesome. Yeah. But but I just it just it's not enough. He doesn't do it enough during the full season for me.
0: I feel like everybody should 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 just vote for Giannis just to spice it up, just for the hell of it, just to yeah, just to sense like an even split. But it's gonna be interesting to see how does how these votes pan out. Like I said, I felt like a lot of people were leaning toward Embiid, but we're going to have to wait and see. Yep. And then for the Rookie of the Year, looking like uh, your boy um, uh, Palo might win it. Either him, Kessler, or Williams from the Thunder. Um, yeah,
1: I'd, pr- I'd probably lean Vanchero on this one. He he was pretty pretty awesome for a, for a rookie all season long.
0: Yeah, that one's pretty much a given. Uh, most improved, they're pretty – there's, there's going to be a tough one between uh, uh, marketing and SGA. I think they're going to give it to SGA just because he, he got his team in the playoffs. But well-deserved, averaging almost 30 points a game, or might be at 30 points. Um, gets to the line a lot. Um, just a coming-out party for him, which was great. Mm-hmm. And then the sixth man of the year, I mean, they got your boy Brogdon, my boy Quickly, and then uh, who'll who be shooting too much sometimes when I put him in the parlay. But <laughs> and then we got your boy Malik Monk, who came out of nowhere, out the slums from uh, Charlotte. And he's over on, uh, on the Kings, you know, doing his thing. So um, yep. that's going to be an interesting one. Inter- interesting one to see how that plays out as well.
1: Yeah, I think it's either Quickly or, or Brogdon. You know, I, I, I could go either way on that one. I think they're both pretty good off the bench this year.
0: Yeah. I think they do give it to Brogdon just because the, the, uh, the impact. I feel like he does more for the Lakers, I mean, for the uh, Celtics um, yep. than Quickly does. So, def- but it's still going to be fun, fun to see who, who can yep. uh, take it down. New York or Boston. And then defensive player of the year is looking like it's between uh, your boy Jackson, uh, Mobley from the Cavs, and your boy Brooke Lopez. I'm not sure how Brooke mm-hmm. Lopez got up there, but, hey, he's doing the thing. A,
1: he, you know, by all defensive metrics, he had a he had a really good year, which is, like, surprising to me. Yeah. I, I think, like, halfway through the season I heard his name floated, and I was just, like, looking up his stats. I was like, like, dang, he's actually, like, trying on defense this year. That's That's new.
0: Well, I mean but yeah, he was
1: grabbing a lot of boards, he's playing playing good defense, blocking a lot of shots.
0: Yeah, I mean if you got if you got Giannis doing all that work, I mean you might as well play some defense. True. <laughs> True. Um, but he was an all star at one point and a, a high a, a first round pick. So I mean you know the you know he's got it in him to do something you know, do something yeah, like he, this. So
1: he sort he sort of turned his his uh his game to be one of those, you know, outside, you know, stretch yeah. five type guys. So
0: yeah, but cause just cuz going to do that doesn't mean you can't play defense. So, sure. um, yeah. he's definitely uh, doing what he needs to do for his team so they can win. So, mm-hmm. and then outside of that, it really wasn't much else in the NBA. Um, I saw they, uh, I heard uh, those those Michael Jordan um, shoes sold for like two point two million.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't know. I might have I might have held on to those for a little bit longer, man. Two point two. I feel like you could have at least got ten for those. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean the the people who pay for these things are
0: just out of their minds. Yeah, but I feel like they they do because those are the people that uh that time frame in their life meant something to them and uh, sure. they stumbled across a lot of money as you know they got older and uh it's it's hard to yeah. well, I mean when you when you got it you got it man sure because everybody wanted to be like Mike during that time for you to have those shoes that Mike wore during that time is uh, uh something that is a uh, uh, you know memorable so. I wonder if it'll yeah. get, get resold like five years later, or if that person will hold on to him until, uh, like, it, God forbid, you know, when Michael Jordan dies. I feel like those it's going to sky, everything's going to skyrocket. So,
1: yeah, yeah, I can see that.
0: And then on to the NFL. The only big news here was that your boy Odell signed to, signed to the uh, Ravens. I mean, I don't know why he signed to the Ravens, but I mean, I do know why he signed because they offered him all that money,
1: fifteen million guaranteed. I mean, hard to hard to say no.
0: Oh, it definitely isn't. Um, I feel like any receiver would have took that, uh, puts them around, uh, uh, right outside, like the top 10, as far as top pay receivers. But the thing is Lamar hasn't resigned yet. You know, they're saying he is, you know, because of the addition of Odell, but the Ravens have not had a all pro wide receiver in their history, which was kind of crazy.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I was thinking, trying to think of like some of the, I mean, they had a Hollywood Brown decent, but other than that, it's really been like, I think Anquan Bolden is probably the best guy they had over there terms of a receiver and he's not really a kind of a you know a a, a big play guy he was more of a possession receiver yeah it's 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 uh you know odell i i I think he probably made the right financial choice for himself um (laughs) kind of kind of seems like the ravens uh basically said don't let him don't let him leave baltimore without a contract because he was going to new york uh, it seemed like they had mutual interest there. So the fact that, that they uh you know, threw a fifteen mil that, at him. Kinda hard to say no, especially when you came off a year not playing and uh, coming off a, the last time he played was a torn ACL. So not uh, oh, a yeah. bad deal.
0: Oh, it definitely isn't. Well, I, it's gonna be interesting to see if uh he can put himself in a position to even make more money this off season, you know, being if he balls out. And it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy to see as well because if if the Ravens go far, and all it took was them for to, to get a receiver after all these years, man, it's it's just it's kind of a disappointment.
1: Be some people asking some questions, that's for sure.
0: Oh yeah, man. Like, oh, you mean to tell me, like, if the Ravens won the Super Bowl, you mean like, you mean to tell me all this time, if y'all would have just got a receiver, this guy would have won three, four years ago?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, valid, all valid. If if uh, you know, if they have a good year and Odell uh, shines.
0: Oh yeah, well, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing this uh, matchup. Uh, just 'cause uh, on the in that same division, we're we gonna have the Bengals. They're not. I feel like they're not gonna be as powerful as they were um last year. So on especially on the defensive end, they lost a bunch of defensive pieces. So I mean, there's an opportunity for the Ravens to get back in there. So
1: yep, absolutely.
0: I mean, we got uh got your boy Barkley did not sign his tender, but I feel like he'll sign it. Uh, you know, when it's time to really show up to camp. And I think they're still trying to work out a long-term deal for him. I don't think it's I uh, I don't think there's any need to panic yet. But also, I feel like uh, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be upset if he de- decided he wanted to leave.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not shocked that he's not signing yet. I, I thought they'd try to find, you know, that three, four-year deal, something like that to, to hold it over. But obviously, he's, he's waiting for that. And uh, I say ultimately, he probably gets something.
0: Yeah, man. Well, that's the way you see, man. Whether or not he's gonna get a new deal or He's going to hit the road, but it's a lot of running backs that might be on the market. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Still, none of them moved yet. So it just shows how much teams have uh, really valued a running back position. So,
1: yeah, I I mean, I I don't, (laughs) I think they've, they've kind of, it's a value position now. I I think that they're just not, they're not signing running backs to big contracts and they're trying to get something out of the draft and that's going to be that. I mean, I, I just think that that position is just such a, it's not devalued because you need the running back, but it's, you know, you don't, you don't have to pay for running backs anymore.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing, uh, especially with the draft. I mean, running backs used to go top five, uh, number one. Now they're not getting picked to the second round. I mean, this year yep. might be the first year we have a running back going the first round in a while. So yep. it's going to be interesting. It's interesting to see, you know, something, especially with, uh, with, uh, your boy, this guy Robinson. I mean, he's been projected anywhere from the top 10 to the late first round. So, hmm. And outside of that it really wasn't much else besides your boy Rodgers, man. When are they going to make this trade? When are they going to make this trade, right. man?
1: I don't know. <laughs> Probably right before the draft.
0: They got your boy JD on high pe- high pressure pills right now, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just I just I'm just going under the assumption that he's the quarterback and that uh
0: yeah, we'll just go with that for now. <laughs> it hasn't been a yet, but <laughs> he's going to be know. our quarterback. Um I it's, it's, that could be definitely uh, nerve-wracking uh, if you were a Jets yeah. fan. So, um, you know, but hopefully we're going to be optimistic and say he's going to get traded for a second-round pick or something for next year's yep. draft. And then uh, hopefully they can uh, gel quickly in training camp so you don't have to worry about him uh, talking about receivers need to step up and stuff. So <laughs>
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: I saw your boy Devin uh, White requested a trade. He? Well, it wasn't. Yeah, I heard he requested a trade. I feel like that's a golden opportunity for the the Chiefs or somebody to get a, a linebacker.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I didn't I didn't hear the Devin White, but he probably doesn't want to go through that whole whole uh, rebuild down there.
0: No, oh, yeah. But I feel like they they could still be in contention because it's not like you know they got the division is not like the uh, the AFC where you got all these freaking quarterbacks. Right, right. They, they only got David Carter, um, Derek Carter, really worry about so. And then uh, on onto uh, MLB. I mean, season season's still getting started. I mean, Rays are still undefeated. They're uh, eleven and zero right now. Razor
1: Razor rolling.
0: Yankees not too far behind them. Eight and four, but definitely gotta stay on pace. You need to start hot, so uh, come towards the end of the season, you are in a better position for playoff seeding. So that,
1: that division's gonna be tough all year long. Hey, at least, I mean, Blue Jays, Yankees, Rays, Red Sox, Orioles. Orioles got got a fun team going down there. a Young team. They got the Don Bong. I don't know if you've seen that.
0: Oh, what? um well, when like they the hit home. a home run or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, they hit a home mm, run. They yeah, hit water bong. But yeah, they got a they got a fun team down there. I just think it's it's gonna be a a, a slog all year long. This seems like one of those one of those types of seasons, you know.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Let's say the the I mean the Rays are. are you know, obviously the best team in baseball right now. Like coming out, coming out swinging, pitching is, has been lights out. Lead the league in runs. Lead the, lead the league in runs against. They just look good. They look good to start the season. I think everyone else. It just seems like the rest of the MLB is kind of sitting in this middle ground. And then there's some some real bad teams like the uh, the Tigers, Pirates. Uh, but other than that, it's just like it's everyone's in this like, you know, four and six to eight and eight
0: and you know two or eight and three whatever it is eight and four uh you know area oh yeah but as I said you got to kind of separate separate yourself so you're not in that little bunch um towards the end of the season or even now because it's going to come a time where injuries may take it kick in and now you're losing games so you always want to be in a good position uh just to Mm -hmm. be ready for that yeah for sure and then uh we had the masters wrap up over the weekend Something in me something in me knew he was going to win, man. That uh Ron was going to win, man.
1: You know, you know it's funny. I, I, I did take him in one of my pools to win. The rest of my players in that pool were, were god-awful. But I, I was in two pools. I took him in one. Kind of like blindly. Like, like I, I was just writing names down. And, and I the, typically how I do it is I, I write the names down that I like. And then I'll start to kind of put a, you know, a one through five. And then I'll take five guys out of that list. And I just, I don't know. Like you, I just kind of like. Kept coming back to Rom, and I was like, the guy's been playing good. He, he kind of got, you know, he had one bad round. Uh, where was it? He had one, like, awesome round, and then he had to withdraw because he had the he had diarrhea. Uh, <laughs> I, think that was, I think that was the players. And then, you know, he's he's just, he hits the ball so well, and it was just like, it's going to be wet. He, you know, it, you need to be able to hit the ball long, straight, which is what he does. He's a good iron player. He's a good putter. Um, and, and yeah, it was just like, it just dropped back on ROM, but, uh, I mean, he played, he played well all weekend. Uh, obviously Brooks, uh, you know, it was tough, tough because I, I like Brooks. Um, but I just like, I don't know what it is. Like, I, I shouldn't care about the live this live thing, but I'm just like, I don't want those guys to win. Cause I don't want, I don't want Greg Norman to get satisfaction. I don't care about <laughs> any of those guys winning, being happy. I just don't want Greg Norman to get any satisfaction out of it. So it was tough. It was tough to to root against Brooks. Cause I I do like Brooks. and I've always liked rooting for Brooks. I feel like he's one of those those golf villains. Um, mm-hmm. Even way before Live, you know, just like kind of brash. Uh, you know, he's got this. You know, the supermodel supermodel wife, and and you know, he's always you know I, he's just always been endearing because he's like I, you know I don't care about these other tournaments. I'm here to win majors. And and uh, so it was t- it was tough to to root against him. it seems like obviously all the guys on the tour generally still genuinely still like him. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, he, he kind of faltered on, on Sunday. He just, just felt like he couldn't get any breaks. There was, you know, I think we kept keep going back to this hit a shot on nine where I think most days it, it kicks off of that, the, the side hill there against the bunker and probably rolls to within five feet for whatever reason, his ball just got stuck on that, on that, the fringe and and mm. uh, just just things like that just seemed to happen to him um all day long on sunday uh, couldn't get putts to drop things like that um just you could kind of see it early on that it was just not not going to be his day uh, And and rom kind of capitalized on it
0: oh yeah what's the name uh the other dude fell apart of uh, uh, uh polka or whatever it is uh which one uh polka or that dude, he was like he was like killing in the first, but in the for after the first day, he was up, he was at like negative 10. Um, what was it, polka? It was like PA, PA, or something like that. Who
1: was on? Let me see who's on the leaderboard on day one. No one was, no one was, Ron was the leader after day, or uh, Ron and Kepka were leader after day one.
0: maybe I'm thinking about another day. Um, uh, I thought somebody else was leading at one point. Um,
1: are you thinking of are you thinking of Kepka?
0: How do you spell his last name?
1: K-O-E-P-K-A, K-O-E-P-K-A?
0: No, nah, I thought I thought maybe it was him out and I I couldn't read. I didn't have my glasses on, so um <laughs> I swear I saw like P the last name was like P O P O E K A or something like that. Maybe I'm bugging. It was
1: probably Kepka.
0: Yeah, maybe it was high. Um That's <laughs> that's it for PGA man. <laughs>
1: yeah it was pretty much it was pretty much Kepka and Rom. I mean, uh, you know from from Friday on. and then um, you know some some other storylines. I think I, I do think I do think it was a good weekend for the live golfers. I think uh, uh, one putting all this like you know nonsense behind them and and you know kind of just staying clean and and you know there for the golf and the champion, you know the major championship. obviously, no one likes still like, no one ever likes Patrick Reed. So like uh, that one I I could care less about, but we have like Rory coming out and saying you know was, they were happy to see DJ and and Kepka, and uh, even Phil was kind of he kept to himself. Um, obviously he he was a, a big story on Sunday. He shot 65, um, best round at, at Augusta. He ended up tied for second. Uh, kind of out of nowhere. He's been playing really bad golf even <laughs> even on the Live Tour. Um, so so that was. I mean, it it almost seemed like vintage Phil. He was like high fiving people, giving people the thumbs up, and uh, smiling a lot. So you know, maybe that that helped him. A but but I think overall, good good weekend for for the live golfers. And then uh, having having Rom win it. Um, you know, the the only downside I think, and and not not a big deal for me, but there was not a ton of drama on Sunday. I think once it it got to to ten, it was pretty. pretty heavily leaning towards, towards ROM. And, and uh, you know, he never, he never faltered. He hit all the shots he needed to hit. Everyone always goes to 12. He hit it right where Tiger hit it in 2019, right over the bunker, Mm -hmm. you know, leave yourself with a 35 foot putt. Uh, It's a fairly simple putt for those guys. Um, Don't even chance with chance the water uh, there on 12. And then, uh, and then, you know, I, I think that the, some of the new tees there didn't really affect the guys. And yeah, just just closed it out down the stretch. Hit some good tee shots, hit the green, and, and uh, you know two putted.
0: Oh yeah. Um, I I kind of had hopes that Tiger would uh finish 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 it through, or, or make it more interesting. But uh, you know, it looks like those injuries started kicking in. Man, your boy was limping up and down the up down the yeah. uh up and, up and down the place.
1: Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, unfortunately, it was um, you know. The exact opposite weather of what Tiger needs. You know, once it gets cold, um, rainy things like that. Like his his body is just not it, it's not meant for that anymore. Um, you know, especially you know you you work to get your knee and your ankle and everything all loose, and then you know if you're waiting in between shots when it's that cold, um, it's it's tough. I mean, he made the cut, um, which I thought was good. I, I his game still looks decent. I mean. Thursday, uh, you know, I kind of discount the the rain, the rain soaked uh, round. But Thursday, he looked okay. I, I thought um, he ended up shooting seventy four two over. But but I thought that he played a lot better than that. He just couldn't hit a he couldn't hit a putt. I mean, again, you know, I think this has been kind of the theme with him um, and not playing championship golf. Is that the putter is just not not there. Uh, the rest of the game seemed pretty good. Uh, a driver is he's it's funny because you know if he had this driver like 10 12 13 years ago he, he would have cleaned up his his issue has always been his driver you can never hit the fairway and and now it's you know he's he's smoking him down the fairway he's prime position uh his irons are not as good as they used to be um but the putting has been been killing him
0: oh yeah and that's the thing That's the, that's where you got to finish because that's that's what makes the, really makes the big difference. I mean, yep. when you're a big strong player, it's easy to get get it to the green. But then the main thing is that is I closing out. So it's kind of yeah, like absolutely. it's kind of like uh, people that do all these handles and dribbles and they can't make a layup.
1: Exactly, it's exactly the same thing.
0: But definitely looking forward to uh, the next event to see uh, how things pan out as well. For sure. And then uh, as far as NHL, I mean, we had the Bruins. They make history, best record uh, all time in the season. The question is, is this going to carry over to the playoffs? How are yeah, how you feeling yeah. feel about the team, man? I,
1: I feel good. Um, the, the NHL playoffs are just such a – it's just a, it's a tough thing to predict. I mean, it, you know, it really do, it does it's, – it's the one – I think it's the one league where an eight seed can come in hot and you get a hot goalie and you can, you can, you can win a cup. We saw the Kings do it. We've seen other teams do it. It's just it, – it's the toughest sport to predict in, in my mind. I think that they're built a little differently. I mean, we've seen a couple of these teams, um, the lightning a few years ago, get bounced in the first round. They got a veteran team, uh, you know, led by Bergeron and Marchand. Uh, they got guys who can score uh, up and down the lineup. They got solid decor and they got a, a two good goalies and a good coach. So I, I think, uh, you know, we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see, but I, I do like, I, I do think they're built a little bit differently and, and, uh, they need to close this one out. Um, I think send a couple guys off into retirement, maybe Bergeron and Krejci, and and get that you know that you know elusive second cup that that Bergeron and the company have been looking for. If they can get there, it'll be their you know the fourth cup they've been to in you know, just over ten years. Uh, so yeah, I mean I, I think they need it. They need it for their legacy.
0: Who, who, who did you think uh, could give them their most trouble uh, I, in the playoffs? I,
1: yeah, I, I think it's I think it's the, the the Carolina Hurricanes. I think that they've struggled against them. It's a, the, a tough defensive team, just a really physical team, and they struggled against them last year. They struggled struggled them in the in the regular season. I, I think they they did win their last game against them, but I think that the only time that they would see them is the Eastern Conference Finals. But I think that's that's the team that's gonna gonna really give them some problems.
0: Then uh, that's it for NHL. that time again ladies and gentlemen we got another edition of jd's bites and brew what you got for us
1: all right so we got a, a braised short rib over uh a, a garlic mashed potato um so oh, yeah the, uh, the short ribs uh, i highly recommend uh you know if, if you see these on sale at a uh, whole Foods, to go get the whole foods uh bone in short ribs they're uh absolutely delicious but so so really kind of kind of a. Basic seasoning on the the ribs, Uh, just a little salt and pepper. What I do is I cut up an onion, I cut up uh, a couple carrots, throw them in the in a Dutch oven, um, grill them, uh, get them nice and you know soft. Put put them off the side, take them out, put them off the side. Uh, Then heat up some oil, really hot, coat those those ribs that we we seasoned uh, with a little bit of flour, um, and fry them for like a minute on all sides. Uh, Then take them out, um, deglaze the pan with uh, some red wine, let that cook down for a, for a couple minutes, then add uh, beef broth, uh, some thyme, some rosemary, uh, some salt and pepper, and then add the uh, the veggies and the ribs back in there, kind of mix that all up, and then throw it in the oven for about three hours on uh, 350 degrees, and it, it all cooks down nicely in the bowl. The bones in those ribs should just come right out. Um, should be able to shred up those ribs nicely. If you like, you know, like it like that, you can put a whole rib on. And then yeah, just just some some basic mashed potatoes. Just some uh, some uh, Yukon Golds. Throw them uh, throw them in there. Actually, no, this is what we did: russets on this one. So russets, uh, peeled, chopped, uh, boiled, and then just mashed up with some some roasted garlic, a little bit of half and half cream. Uh, and butter, and and you're good to go. Just put those, put that short rib right on top of that, and and uh, drizzle some of the the gravy that you make during the the cooking process on top of that.
0: That sounds great, man. Uh, you, you just made me re- you just reminded me of my well, my mom does one like that, but she makes it in like this barbecue sauce, hmm. and then they just put it over mashed potatoes. Go but she cooks it, she cooks it in uh, like the the slow the this, the slow cooker or whatever it's called. Okay, yep. So. Yeah, that joint is banging, man. I can only imagine, especially with the vegetables. The vet, those vegetables, those vegetables be hitting on the um on the short rib, man. Whenever you all, it be soaking up all the flavors. They they um, do. I like throwing extra onions, and then I just mix it. Then I mix it in. I mix the onions in with the uh with, with my um, mashed potatoes too.
1: I do like that too. Yep. Yeah, I just put it all. I put it all together and kind of stir it. Stir it all. Yep. Up. It's just like one big
0: soup. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> It's all going the same place, what? Exactly. But I, I feel like it tastes better like that when it's like all like encompassed into one. So for sure, I I, I agree. And then, uh, what did you guys drink that down with?
1: All right, so we got a uh, had a, it was actually a, a visitor tap at a brewery we went to. It's uh it's out of Three Suns Brewing. It's in Dania, Florida. I think it's just that's just north of um uh or just south of Fort Lauderdale over on the east coast side. But it's uh they do they do I, I've been there before I think. They do, they do pastry, sta- uh, smoothies, pastry, stouts, uh, IPA. They do the whole gamut. Uh, really, really, uh, good beer, but this one was a, uh, sour, a smoothie, uh, type sour called Mr. Fluffy Pants. And it was a pastry sour that was, uh, brewed with marshmallows and raspberries. Typically, I don't, I don't love the marshmallow sours. Uh, they just get, have a little too much, I don't know, something about them, just like a the marshmallow flavor can can come through too much uh, sometimes, but but this one I thought was good. It was a little bit lighter, which I liked. Uh, I do like the raspberry flavor uh, in sours. I just I like raspberry flavor in general. But yeah, this one was was a, a little bit thinner, a little lighter. Uh, only only hit it about five percent, so that was nice. But yeah, kind of refreshing. You know, it was, it was a a warm day, and uh, it went down pretty smooth. I, I'd probably give it a probably give it an eight point one. Oh snap! I like I like the place is pretty i mean i again i've had some of their other their and other other beers and it's a it's a solid they they do a good job
0: that's great man but do you feel like it's a one you could come back to often or is it more of a situation type of, of joint
1: yeah i think we i think i'd come back to it for sure hard hard to find so that's you know that's that's kind of the downside uh, but I, you know this 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 place that we go to that for they have a good relationship with three sons so they do get quite a few beers from them
0: that kind of sounds like one of those one of those you uh, rack up when you yeah. when they're available, and then you just keep them on hold and just in you know just sure, just until sure. whatever yeah. you want them. I have to find some of these places the next time I go to North Carolina, man.
1: <laughs> well, you gotta spend more than like twenty four hours here, Rich.
0: Man, I was there for like, and wait, we were there for like almost a week. Well, not a week, no, probably like <laughs> four days.
1: Yeah, it was the four days I wasn't here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then uh, that's JD's bites and brew, everybody. And then uh, for this week for the BRs, uh, not too much. Went went back to some old shows. Uh, went to uh, Gangs of London. I uh, forgot the second season came out. Breezed through that, pretty good. I want to say it's like The Wire. That's the thing when it comes to like these gang shows or yeah. mafia shows. It kind of like compares to The Wire. Not really like The Wire, but it's more action based as far as like gun violence, fighting, stuff like that. A lot of uh, sneaky stuff going on between the different parties and different families. Definitely a show you can check out uh, and watch about if you're in need for something. Could I would I say the second season is better than the first? Hmm, probably slightly, but definitely in the high seven, close to the eight range as far as the show. Okay. First, that first season is about ten episodes. Second season is about eight. So okay. And it's not really like. Uh, it doesn't have, like, those filler episodes where, like, they're just giving you some other story right. that doesn't really matter. Pretty yep. much everything, everything they're giving you kind of matters as far as, like, the A story, the B story, and the C story, uh, what's sure. going on. So, and it has the it has the, uh, the mother from uh, Game of Thrones, uh, John, uh, what's her name, um, uh, Stark, uh, Stark's mom. Um, oh, I do uh, know who you're talking about. Yeah, but she's up to the same shenanigans, That's conniving me. in that piece, so uh, it's definitely fun to watch. And then outside of that, I mean, we had Love Is Blind. They dropped some more episodes, but man, uh, they big ones coming.
1: Uh, on Friday.
0: Yeah, man, they just they just need to give us this, man. I don't know why they playing around, holding off on the holding off on the drugs, man. We need to we need yeah. to just watch this and uh, finish it up
1: mind them breaking it into to two parts, but the, the, the second part has to have, have the uh the wedding at the end. Like you're done like what are we doing here?
0: Yeah man. They uh but it's gonna be this this is what we really came to see as far as the weddings. I honestly think maybe one couple's gonna make it, but I feel like uh they might not, but as far as the uh the, the main drama between uh you know Kwame and uh his girl and then uh Micah and uh, her boy Paul. That's what we're really looking to see if this thing explodes or not. So
1: Yeah, that's the real drama right
0: there. Oh, cause they they just need to swap. I think I think if uh I think Micah needs to swipe swap with uh and be uh, Kwame, be with Kwame. I think uh Paul needs to be with uh Irania and then uh what's um what's Kwame's wife's name? Uh Chelsea. Chelsea. Chelsea needs to be with homeboy that got dumped by uh by the other girl who who was uh oh, um, yeah. The the oh, one
1: that, not Mitchell. Uh, what's
0: what's his name? Yeah, I, I know the, what you're about. Yeah, cause that girl, that girl got uh, she got um split personalities or something. She she's, she's, nuts. she's, she's crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think they would be a better pairing, and then uh, everybody everybody else is good. Everybody else is good, but I'm definitely looking forward to seeing this if this bomb explodes or not. If uh, whether or not it gets down to like the the last five seconds and they cut that red wire and it just stops, or this joint this joint blows up. Yep. But we're gonna see what happens this weekend. We're gonna get the, the shock faces in the in the group text or not. Oh yeah. And then uh wasn't really much else for shows. Um caught up with my uh, Mandalorian. Uh last episode was pretty good. Uh, a lot of fighting between the uh Mandalorians. I don't know if you got caught up on that yet or you still waiting?
1: I'm waiting till the till, till, yeah till the season ends and I'll and
0: it. yeah. So you probably got like three more weeks, two more weeks or something like that.
1: Yeah, something like that, yeah.
0: And then uh, I'm trying to wait till to, to uh from get some more episodes for the second season, and then uh trying to think what else was out there. It wasn't really much else, I think I was just browsing some stuff. I wanted to start that other one uh beef on uh Netflix, oh yeah, yeah, I, don't know, I wanted to start that one, and then I think it was uh I don't think it was much else out That'll
1: there like the season two rich
0: yeah well they're only on, like episode three, right uh, I think they'
1: are on episode three, yeah,
0: yeah, so. Yeah, maybe I'll catch up on that that madness. Uh, <laughs> how'd you how, up to? Like, if you had to rate like the first, let's say, four episodes, w- what would you rate the show from the first four episodes compared to like the last four or whatever?
1: Right. So, yeah, I I mean, I I thought the first two, three three episodes, whatever, three four episodes, I thought were really good. I it 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 does give you that kind of lost ish feel. Yep. I my only issue with the first season is they just like essentially brought nothing to a close like they they didn't really answer any questions other than you know her husband was the the dink that stole the money which whatever Mm -hmm. like that 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 was fine but like just i don't know you killed a guy and nothing ever comes of it or you know there's a a reddit post that someone that you know misty berries and and then the, the the you know the uncovering of the the dead dog in this little hidden like secret area in the house like they never like like i, I want to like a flashback or something of her like going and killing the dog and putting the head in there and she doesn't even know that she's doing it obviously i mean i don't know there's just just like a and it's t- the one tough thing too is like trying to tell what's what's real and what's not real i think sometimes in the show it's 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 difficult like when they're kind of daydreaming and yeah. when things are real especially like, like with her eating the dirt that one night like we're like is that real uh and and uh i don't know the the plane blowing up or the the, the bear catching on fire like first of all <laughs> flying the plane like, like, so so i did say i i do i do agree i i do think you can it's probably easy enough to get a plane off the ground you know you just have to hit certain <laughs> speeds it, yeah. you know you have you literally have nothing else to do so I can see you taking a month or so and 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 reading the manual and getting comfortable with how to at least get the plane off the ground, you're not going to be able to troubleshoot that. And chances of landing are slim to none. So, you know, even if she got it off the ground, I was like, where the hell is she going to land, right? She has no idea where she's going. You can't even see out the front window, by the way, because it's so freaking foggy. Uh, And then, obviously, the the bear catches on fire.
0: fire Not even like, the plane, like, <laughs> the just bear. Like just like crash
1: her into a mountain or something. Like I don't know. Like, this bear catch on fire? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and I don't know. I, it's still like intriguing because I, I do want to. I do want to get that. Like, there's like parts of the story that I want to learn. I want to see more about. Like, uh, especially with with Thaisa and her like weirdness. And you know, does she know that she's doing these things, or is she really not know what's going on? I I wanna know like what at what point did they start becoming cannibals? Like they yeah, never the really cult. Yeah, they never really get to that. It looks like Lottie's like leading the charge. Um that's another thing. Like she's just like totally bizarre and her little cult thing going on there. And I don't know. I, I was just hoping for some more closure after season one and we got like nothing nothing answered. <laughs> uh and I'm just like now like invested into figuring out what the hell's going on in this show. So I think the acting is good. I do like, and I think the storyline is interesting. I think there's it just gets a little
0: bonkers at times. It gets a little bonkers. (laughs) Okay. It all started with that damn bear. (laughs) Yeah, the
1: bear. Yeah, the bear just like sits down in front of you, and you can kill it, and now you can eat for a couple days. Like, and and the, the other thing, the way that Jackie dies really bothered me. Like, when you like think about yourself, if you're outside, right, and you're sleeping. And even if you're pissed at, like, someone and you're like, I'm not going inside. So I do. You get to a point where you're like, I'm freaking cold. I'm going inside. Like,
0: Yeah. You got to have too much pride to stay outside.
1: Yeah. Even if you're in the deepest of sleeps, a cold is going to wake you up, right? You're not just going to sit there and continue to freeze. Like, oh, yeah. Especially, especially when you're 17 years old. Like, give me a break.
0: Unless, unless you have, like, you're, like, a heavy sleeper and you're just sleeping through shit. But... Oh, uh, uh, this still doesn't make it, sense. Still, so. I
1: still find it hard to believe.
0: Yeah. So that's it's the, that's one, the, it's
1: it's one thing when you don't have anywhere else to go, and then you're just like stuck in the oh, cold. Yeah. But but she had a, literally a, a warm house to go into, or a warmer house.
0: I mean, let alone let alone. I mean, why the hell would you go outside anyway? I just would have went downstairs um, or or the, the different room. But
1: well, go to the meat locker or, or whatever. Like yeah. Yeah, I know. It was stupid. That part was stupid to me. Like, I thought she was going to die in some way. Like, they, they killed her or, like, they ate her or something. No, she just froze to death and they threw her in the meat locker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, again, storyline is good. I think there's a couple odds and ends. Uh, the girl who plays adult Nat, she plays that same character, like, in every show.
0: I um, hate her. I'm not going to lie. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. She is so ridiculous. <laughs>
1: like, just a ridiculous human being.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, but I, I'll definitely uh, give the second season uh, some views. Hopefully this weekend, uh, I'm gonna check out some of the other uh, movies that drop. I was gonna watch uh, 65. I started uh, John Wick 4. John Wick 4 is John Wick. I mean, yeah, it's pretty much gonna get people killing each other over some nonsense. But ultimately, uh, I heard the Super Mario movie was good. I heard Creed was okay. I'm gonna check that out. Hopefully if mm-hmm. I get around to it. There's some other shows I'm trying to find, but like, but mm-hmm. like besides the beef, when um there's some other ones that I saw. I can't remember what it was. I don't know if it was on Netflix or uh or one of the other networks. Might have been on Netflix. Oh Warrior Nun, I started watching that again, second okay. season. It's okay. It's just something you could keep on the background. It has some action here and there. Some of the action scenes are pretty good, but it's about a a nun, a nun who's a warrior. She fights pretty much mm-hmm. demons. Um, I have a th- I have a special place in my heart for those uh like supernatural type shows so yeah and then uh, i think that's pretty much it man i ain't got i don't got anything else all, all right ladies and gentlemen until next time Till next time rich i want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the sports sidebar podcast give y'all something to ride out on